true. When life throws challenges at you, sometimes you need a little bit of magic. And you can find magic in all sorts of ways. Mm. We define that as mushrooms. That we do. This episode, we do have a great friend of ours, Ms. Tanya Jones from Mama Bear Media that's joining us on this lovely afternoon. Yes, yes. yes. And you know what's crazy? I feel like we've been friends for a really long time, but we're actually celebrating our first anniversary of becoming friends this month. Yes. New friends. It's like crazy. You know what I always say? I'm like, I don't need new friends. I have enough friends. And I swear to God, I get like amazing people that come into my life. So I'm going to stop saying that. Mm -hmm. That's not really nice. And and so well, we're it's about quality versus quantity. So I kinda wrong. understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is my New Year's anti resolution slash resolution. <laughs> what is well, it? It's quality over quantity. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So what we've decided to do is reduce the amount of boyfriend and girlfriends that we have oh, and right. just be with each other. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's how we roll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we decided to be loyal to one another. Yeah. Yes. Finally, you guys. I know. It's, Finally. <laughs> Years in the making. No judgment, though. Yeah. <laughs> not, um, not whatever you're into. You're, you do you're know, spending the night, right? You put... Greg. I thought you were a cougar, but that was like a kitten. <laughs> Why do I have to be a cougar? Because I'm 48? No, I thought you ew. said you... Ew. ew. Wait, what? What's wrong with being a you cougar? Because I told you age. of a possibility of a date with a 30-year-old. That makes me oh. a cougar. Whoa. What do we call men? Whoa. What do we call men? What do, what do we call them? Hot, gorgeous individuals. <laughs> no, I, I call Men who them, date younger women. What I do call, we call them? Horny horn dogs. Those are, called, <laughs> ooh, those are called sugar daddies. <laughs> sugar daddies. I think they're horn dogs. I am no mom, nobody's sugar mama. That's for sure. They are Viagra mm-hmm. users. But or Cialis. <laughs> or Don't Cialis. discriminate. Or <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting a little testy over here. <laughs> or That's the, your next sponsor. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Or those of us who have yet to need anything in particular. Right, like Greg. Yes, yes. yes. Hers, hims. Luckily, I'll find out later. Luckily, uh, luckily not needed yet. But, but well, when you I have know someone what? as gorgeous as you, I'm not sure if I'll ever need someone. Oh, that's so sweet, honey. You said I'm not uh, sure. 
Well, I'll make it more definitive. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely will never need anything. Okay. So say, thank you, honey. Yeah. You're that, welcome. That's a little bit better. Yeah. Okay, good, good. As much as we know Tanya, mm. I think it'd be great for our friends who join our episodes to get a little bit of a, you know, view and a gander into who Tanya Jones is. Mm, yeah. So can you share a little bit, please? Yeah. So I'm originally from Philadelphia. I'm a Philly girl. Um, when people ask me where I'm from, I never say from New York because I'm not. I'm from Philly. So mm-hmm. although I've lived here for 25 years, I work in production. I'm an executive producer. I have my company, Mama Bear Media Group, and I do all types of different stuff from scripted to lifestyle, a lot of work in food. I started my career at Food Network. I do a lot of like design, short form, long form and this year, I'm just really looking to like develop some show ideas and concepts. I helped mm-hmm. you guys in the very beginning, which you I did was not, about to say, which was a huge, massive help. You um, did not need a lot of help mm-hmm. because you're great together. The chemistry is great, and you had ideas, and we just like. But we did shoot our first two episodes with barred equipment from you, yeah. which mm-hmm. we, you know, are so thankful for. You yes. gave us that jump you know to get into this yeah. that we were kind of really holding back from yep. so you're thank a, you you're a catalyst oh you guys are sweet and you're always mm-hmm. tagging me and stuff and i think you're doing great i'm really like so excited for you thank you um and you're inspiring me i want to mm-hmm. like start one too because i i think we all just love to gab and talk mm-hmm. and like get real and we had lunch what a couple of weeks ago that turned into like dinner and then <laughs> Midnight snacks, maybe, <laughs> but it was such and a good time. Some people time. passed out. Yes, um, some of us disappeared. <laughs> but we talk like real talk, which is we awesome, do. and that's kind mm-hmm. of like what I love too. I love music. I'm a big music head. Um, mm-hmm. I sang in college. I was in an acapella group. I'm a mom. My son is 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a life coach. Wait, certified. wait, hold on. Oh. 17 year old son. Yes. Mm. So you don't age. Oh, thank you. Well, you know what they say. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it, but you know that saying about sisters. I mean, yes, there's there's a bit more melanin right, in our skin. But, right. But she said she, our skin. See, mm. she got herself in there, too, because yes. I was about to toss it to yes. you. She's like, she's no, like no, I'm no, not no. a cougar. I'm a panther. What? What the hell? I was you with the cats. <laughs> oh, right. What is know, they're, that? They're felines, they're you know? Felines. You know? Jesus. And, and, you know. It Making one, me hot in here, Greg. Of course, you know? And what's <laughs> talking what's, fur. What's better than a pussy cat? <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. I love it. (laughs) There we go. We are rocking. Pussycat. 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 You do not need to encourage me, Tanya. (laughs) Why not? We're going to the Pussycat Club after this. (laughs) Does that exist? Oh, downtown. What is it called? um... That's the Gentleman's Club. Well, there's a hustler the club. That's what you're thinking about, right? I don't know. I don't the go to black clubs. Pussycat. Well, there the was the well, there was the Pussycat out in which we used to go to in L.A. Oh, it was actually just a nice club. Did the Pussycat dolls Did come out and do their dancing? Yeah, we, we actually threw parties there back oh, in the really? day, like corporate parties. Oh, oh, yeah. that <laughs> the, seems the early, appropriate. <laughs> the early days of the internet. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Well, it was oh, is it before days. hashtag Me Too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, all kinds of nonsense, especially in music. Yeah. Well, it was hashtag me too in a different sense. It was, I want to be invited too. Right. <laughs> I'm like, right. Anyway. Do not agree with I know, anything I'm not. he spews. I am not. Wait, you have I have my own brand. Oh, that's you most... know what, Tani? We always have to pause for a second after Greg says something because you might so... have just been roped into No, because it's intellectual and sometimes it takes a few minutes to digest. Some people sometimes have to go to an encyclopedia or learn more about it or even look up <laughs> what I'm saying in a dictionary. Why did we agree to dry January? This is the episode <laughs> I needed my tequila. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have asked for it several times, but I am very proud that we're not drinking. I d- no, you know not. what? I, it's we're a shooting good up thing. instead. It's, it's a good thing I don't want to get <laughs> up from spice. my seated area. Oh, my Lord. She took like four gummies earlier. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> Dayquil. Dayquil gummies. That's right, guys. Yes. So, you know, if I seem a little off mm. or, you know, jittery, it's because I am pumped up with oh, some antibiotics oh, yeah. and Dayquil. That's so right. It might not have been a gummy. It was something else congealed. Well, the reason Keep why coming. she's taking Dayquil, she's like, oh, if we're doing a dry dry January, I have to drink something. And oh what does Dayquil God, have? It has alcohol in it. Do not misrepresent not, her. That is not true. No. He's always misrepresenting me. I yes. am not. I represent you quite well. Am I at the expense of all your jokes? No, you make fun of me all the time. Do not make me collateral damage. You're not <laughs> You're not collateral damage. You're like a gorgeous Back. mountain. <laughs> What's that? Full of diamonds. A mountain? Stop talking. I don't know where this is going. Stop talking, Greg. <laughs> I think uh, that's not a good idea to call me a mountain. But a mountain that he wants to climb. Oh, Get no. on top of Oh, my God, oh, you just no. did a Greg. You, just, you pulled a Greg. I just you pulled did a Greg. <laughs> We go to the closet and break oh. out my mountain climbing gear. <laughs> oh, God. No. no. It stops now. No. Cuts. No. Oh, my Lord. No, no strap-ons or hurdles <laughs> being put on or whatever those things are called. <laughs> you got to strap on the cleats. And this no. is another thing that we do. We go right into it. It's like nothing can pass without making it about sex. Maybe, oh, maybe that's Lord. why we've been really good friends yeah. for the past year. Yeah, mm. exactly. So there's, um in the past year, I feel like I keep peeling back a new onion layer with you and mm-hmm. learning something new. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that we find things where we're like, oh my God, I'm so into that. Like right. that, like music. Yeah. And then, and then remember when you came to Connecticut and we had the ghost experience? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. By the way, I don't believe in ghosts. Really? I don't yeah. call them ghosts though. Mm. I felt a presence. We were sitting outside by the fire pit. There yes. were a few of us. And I kept getting something was like pulling me my eye like to the right. So we were outside by the fire pit. And then if you looked right, Mm -hmm. it was there was the deck and, you know, how you get into the house. And I noticed it a couple of times, but I didn't say it. But finally, I was like, oh, by the way, I'm I'm feeling something over here. There's a presence over here. And you were like, what, really? And then our Mm -hmm. friend Justice said the same thing. And he's very intuitive and spiritual and all of that. And he felt it as well. And then you started telling us about your grandfather and like, and I said, I said, he's really happy that we're here. That's mm-hmm. what I felt. So he was happy about the we, gathering. We did not, I think, tell you about our real, very clear ghost experience there. Mm-hmm. And you happen to tell us about right. spirits. Yeah. Because it sounds a little crazy. You invite people to the house and then we're like, both of us were alone for the day before you all came. Mm-hmm. I will not forget what we saw. It was cray. Yeah, it was quite freaky. Did but you, actually, it was comforting at the same time. He I was comforted. I, I was wasn't scared. freaked out one right. bit. It was a very... It's not my home, it right? Was a, so it's like, it was a comforting experience. It, right. I think you told me, but I forget because mm. we were so drunk. <laughs> All weekend. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you want to tell it? Or should we tell it? I mean, yeah. So we both were watching a movie in mm-hmm. the downstairs TV room. Right. We both like we were like just doing marathon movie watching and the TV went off for a hot second. Mm-hmm. But then there was a clear silhouette of a man on the TV. Yes, I remember this. There yep. was nothing around nothing us that around should us create that. Mm-hmm. And, and the lights were low in the room, too. It was yeah, 2.30, 3 in the morning. 
And I was like, Greg, do you see that? And mm -hmm. he had seen it, but he didn't. I'm, I didn't I'm say getting, anything to I'm her. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Uh -huh. Validation. Like a, like um, a real, just a, it was a silhouette so there. right there, right in front of and us. And then he was like, I see it too. Oh my and, God, yeah, I remember that. And, the, and, and it grew. It was like moving. Mm. Did it move like side to side or did it swell? Like it swelled. Wow. It freaked me the F mm -hmm. out. Like I was like, oh and my God. And it was God. just really weird because we were changing. We were literally changing. I think we were at, at that time on YouTube and we were going from one video to another and literally the screen, instead of going right to the next video, it went black. Oh, and then wow. that's when that silhouette just came <gasps> right in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry. I, like, I think my, it's yeah. like, so cool. I, they probably can't see this. In the, like my hair is like so, yeah. but it gets better than this. So yeah. we decide to stay down there. We put on. I think we're watching other videos. We you well, know, we like put something happy another, on. Yeah, something happy like another movie on. And now it's probably what like four four thirty in the morning, something like that. We decide to go to bed. So we head upstairs, and then we're in the bedroom. Then all of a sudden, while we're in the bedroom, we see something up in the corner. Of, it was very clear. Up in the corner of, of the ceiling. There's no I, lights on in the bedroom. No lights, nothing. And so I said to Kirthi, I said, I'm going to go back downstairs and see if I can like make contact of some sort or right. just, just figure out who this might be. At that moment, I was I actually said out loud, if there is a presence here or if something is here, oh please give us a sign. All of a sudden, right at that moment, just before I finished the word sign, my phone started ringing. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, they work through phones. Oh my and God. it was this. They do. And it was a jumbled number that came up with um, part of my. It was your phone It was my number. phone number just jumbled. Come on, are you serious? Yeah. I don't think I knew this part. No, yeah. that's, that's that's why we didn't crazy. tell you all of this because yeah. you were like, you won't want to sleep in this room because <laughs> I was downstairs in that same room. That's no, but then he followed us into our bedroom. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's crazy. So at first I thought I was trying it, to get a message to you. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. So at first I thought. So my parents built built the house. So we're right. the first family to ever be in, in the house. And my parents used to you know enter. Which is why when you had mentioned that there was a feeling of spirits outside being happy, my parents used to love to host. Right. So I feel that they, because they're both dead, that right. they were extremely excited that, that, that yeah. the house is still being utilized for that type of yeah. purpose to, to share with friends. Yep. And so that evening when we saw it, my first thought was I thought it was maybe my grandfather because he had he had died in the house. Right. And, and so I first thought it was him. Then we were talking more about it, and then I was thinking, wait, it could have been my dad right. as mm -hmm. well. Because it was definitely it was a man's figure. It, wasn't, it was totally... Could be both of them. I don't know what your um, grandfather's silhouette looks like, but I met your dad several times, mm -hmm. and it really looked like the silhouette of your dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was sort of a freaky... It was very freaky. It was well, a freaky experience, but I felt comforted as well. No, the, the room wasn't cold. There was right. nothing that you would normally expect from this type of experience, I felt very warm and just very comforted. Yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if there was a message there that weekend. So mm -hmm. it could have been a call for you to like communicate, talk, anything going on to like express yourself and remember your family or whatever. That's just mm -hmm. what's coming to me now. But that's crazy. I you love it. You know the only incident that happened that weekend? The only one? Yeah. What do you mean? That weekend was the onion weekend. Mm. What's the onion? Yeah, the I got mad about when the onions were not done right on the grill. Yes. Oh. Well, not only not done right, she was upset that, so she made this wonderful onion like type relish type thing. Wait, you don't like onions? Not no, raw, but no, I love onions. Oh, okay. So, so we were throwing onions on the grill with this whole like kind of relish packet that mm -hmm. she had she had made and and so she was putting on on her you know on her veggie burger and people were putting on different things and at that time I didn't put it on anything. 
<laughs> so she got all mad because he didn't like he didn't even try it I didn't try. so I tried it later on that <laughs> evening just at that moment in time I didn't have any and so it was funny because then we had Lita saying you know oh man I wish I had the same fights that you guys have where you just fight about Greg not eating chicken when you want him to eat chicken <laughs> Because I barely eat meat, and then when I want to eat meat, it's not when you know we're eating meat together. Right. And then I didn't eat her her onions. Oh my god, that's so funny. That was the onion incident. The that was onion the onion incident. incident. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go back to the onion incident? Well, you are now, but does it ever come up again? No, but chicken comes up. Chicken, chicken. Comes up. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, a whole other god that's spice a, episode. That's, that's a whole that's, other that's... episode. <laughs> when you fight about nothing. <laughs> when you fight about nothing. That's your title. Yes, fight yes. about nothing. You already. Ha- oh, good. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, there's so many things. I have connections with my mother all the time. My mother passed in 2015. So there's, and I was telling you today, my brother passed in 2019 and I picked up my phone. It said 333. When he died, all of a sudden I was seeing 333 everywhere, noticing it, Hmm. seeing it. And I was like, I feel like that's Carlton's way. What does 333 mean? Nothing. It meant nothing to me before but because I was seeing it right after he died, like literally days after, hmm. I felt like that was his way of coming, like getting to me, like to oh. be like, hey, I'm on the other side. I'm good or mm-hmm. whatever. I also have a friend, Teresa, who's amazing. She's a psychic from Long Island. And she reached out to me the day after Carlton passed. And she was like, hey, um, I heard your brother passed. I'm really sorry. But I think he's trying to get through to you. And he said these things. And she just went through like, he basically, he was never Christian, never spirit. He was spiritual, but like he was definitely following the um, teachings of like more African centric, like uh, spiritual teachings. Mm-hmm. And she said as he was crossing over, he was sort of confused about what was happening. But once he got there, he was like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. It's not about like Christian, you know, Buddhist. It's about like one love. And he kept, she said he kept saying to her one love, one love. And she said when he crossed over, there were like mm-hmm. a legion of women who like helped him cross over. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was like, oh, mm. that's so interesting. I wonder why women like what does that have to do with it? Because he likes a harem in death. Uh, maybe. Or it's mm-hmm. all like maybe it's like the maternal women, you know, in my oh. family. Or my other thought is like we all have different lives. I kind of like am into this idea of like we've been here before. We've mm-hmm. reincarnated. Mm-hmm. I believe in or, reincarnation. Soul contract. Or, or, or he just went to heaven. Yeah. And he's surrounded by women. Right. Exactly. So there's so many different interpretations, but I just love that she was picking up and like she was used to kind of get to me to be like, he's OK. And I was like, thank God, because he mm-hmm. dropped dead in the street. He died of a heart attack. Wow. So, so in order to like, you know, the fact that she was picking that up was so cool to me. I love it. Hmm. I'm not like when it comes to death, I'm like not afraid of it. Of course, I don't want the people in my life to die, but we're going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the fact that we can keep co-creating a relationship like my mother pops up in dreams. I see her birthday. So interesting you say that because so as much as I am freaked out or I mean, I had my first ghost experience, I guess. At Greg's, that was your yeah. first time? Mm. Yeah. It's also not a thing in um, the Indian culture. Yeah. Like, we believe in reincarnation, right, right? Right, right? So the idea of ghost means that you're dead forever. And right. now you're this floating soul. Like, right. it's just not something we believe in. What we do believe in is you, the spirit of that person, even if they're reincarnated, they're still a spirit in their original format, right? right? And they could visit us in our dreams. Mm-hmm. And so... I think I tell you all the time that my grandmother, who just passed during COVID, 
I was really close to her growing up my whole mm. life. She came from India like once a year and would spend time here. And it was just the last several years. She got older and it right. was just much more difficult. She came during, um, she she passed during COVID rather. And I she comes into my dreams like pretty frequently. Oh, wow. And they feel really real. Yeah. And my mom, I like told my mom this and my mom was like, that's I reaching out to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's there letting you know she's still like watching over you, yep. mm-hmm. which is a warm feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm not freaked out about it. Right. Yep. But I'm sorry, the black silhouette on the TV. I don't yeah. think I'm going to ever forget that. Yeah. They're around. Yeah, that, was interesting. that was my first ghost experience or spiritual experience of that nature as right. well so and did your what about your sister does she experience stuff being there we told her she's really she interested said. in so, doing a reading so there's two instances one at the house and which i'm skeptical of and then the other is the day that my mom died mm. so when my mother was dying we all were there and then she literally died like skin changed everything just changed color and I remember my aunt Gail, my un- my uncle Frank, um, my dad, like every- we all were there. And my uncle says to her, "Just just let go, Carol." And all of a sudden, thirty seconds later, my mother's color returned, and she like she went from not breathing wow. at all to like coming back. And then so we thought, okay, she's not dying right now because we'd gone through many instances where she th- we thought she was going right. to die. So my sister ends up leaving to just go run home and quickly take a shower because mm-hmm. we rushed there in the morning. And then she's on her way back. And on her way back, there were different songs that came on the radio. Oh, they love music. Yeah. I forget which songs they were, but, you know, I'll be missing you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she's like, wait a minute. Then she go to another song, and it's, like, something else <gasps> of the same thing, wow. something else of the same thing. And it's only, like, maybe, like, an eight-minute car ride. Wow. And then when she you know, arrived, my mom had passed. My mom had passed right at that time that she kept oh, yeah. hearing these songs. Yeah. So that's one piece, but that wasn't at the house. That was on her way. At the house, Mm -hmm. um, down in the basement area, Mm -hmm. she was repainting a section. And after they had repainted something, there were these two spots where it almost looked like the way the paint settled in, it says hi. Oh, isn't it still there? It's still there. It's beautiful. And there's two of them. And this was after my, they repainted after my father had died. And so they feel it was my mom and my father yes. both communicating to both was both my sisters there repainting right. that area, communicating high back oh, to them because there was two, two of well, them. Well, love continues; it doesn't mm-hmm. end. Well, they were also real like long time lovebirds, right? Yeah, like your mom and dad. Oh, how long were they married? They would be married. Tech, and they were still alive. They'd be married, you know, sixty four, sixty five years. Yeah, my parents uh, were married forty nine years. When you hear numbers like that, it's like wow. My parents just celebrated their 45th anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was the trip to Bali. So speaking of like, I, I mean, this is not like an episode focused on ghosts by any means. Right. But like it's more about, I guess, connecting with people yeah. and spirits. And you're certainly a person that we love having in our life that's just like you're very real and you have these kind of skills, I would say, that a lot of people maybe just don't ha- haven't developed them. Yeah. And you feel like it's things that we can tap into. Yeah. I think you went to a class recently on yeah. intuition. Can you talk about this intu- intuition? Or Yeah, it was an intuitive development class. And this was the second time I actually took it with Gina. Years ago, I took it and I would take the train from Penn Station and she had it like in a hotel. And I remember being like, this is my home. This is where I need to be. She asked people to come up to the front of the classroom, like five people, 
And she said, I want everyone to line up and then all of you like classmates, whatever you see about that person or feel just spit it out. Like, what do you feel about this person or whatever? So I was one of the observers and then like, you know, I would just like give my two cents or whatever. And the, and a lot of it, like I would say 90% of what people were saying were, was true. Mm-hmm. Um, I stood up in the class and people said things about me and it was like, oh my God, they're, they were all spot on. So I just knew, I was like, this is so fun. I love this and I want to do it. The class I took with her was like for six weeks. I was traveling and filming while taking this class. So like I'd be in Utah, oh, you really? know, like doing the class and like wanting like, okay, I hope we like hurry up and get, you know, from set so I can go to the hotel and take the class. Was but, this when you were on that shoot recently yeah, where you were yeah. all over the place? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so she hosted this class. We did it on Zoom and she's just helping you tap into your intuition because we all have intuition. You'd be surprised how often you tap into it. So knowing that maybe you're thinking about Greg and he calls you, you mm-hmm. know, or there's a text and you're texting each other at the same time. I mean, that do have those often like oh, yes. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I believe it. We, we chalk it up to like, oh, that's such a coincidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we use that word. Right. Instead. And some people say like there are no coincidences. It's because you're connected and you're supposed to flow mm-hmm. in that kind of like frequency or that vibe. So we did things like every week she would come to the class with a picture of someone And we would have to say what we thought of that person. And it could be anything, a color, a feeling, whatever you thought of. And it was crazy how we would all be sitting there on Zoom like, oh, I think he, you know, he must have worked for the transit system. Mm -hmm. He looks like he, um, you know, dates hot women, like all these different things. And she would just say like. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. And then she would kind of tell us how they were connected to her. Wait, Can we do this now? If I pull up a picture of someone, yeah, yeah we can oh. do it. I that would totally be do that. so cool. Yeah, it's actually really fun. That's I'll give you guys a random picture. Okay. I don't know if we need to show we it don't, on camera. We don't know it's um, someone, everybody in your life, right? right? Exactly. So. And then we have to describe what our you intuitive to, thoughts would be. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to use anyone's name. So I'm going to find a picture of somebody you don't know. I'm, meanwhile, I'm scrolling through. All right. So I'm going to give you a picture because I don't think he would mind of my brother-in-law. Mm. Okay. My brother-in-law, Henry. So I'm just going to let you guys look at it and then just tell me based on this picture, what comes up for you? That's hard because now I'm on the spot. Yeah. Just whatever comes up for you. Smells, feelings, sounds. There's no wrong answer. He appears to be someone who is suave, but yet is a family man. Smells good. Likes to remain groomed. To me, he comes across as someone who's articulate, uh, intelligent, Someone who obviously dresses well. I feel like he's grounded. He's put together, is hitting his aspirations Mm. and is confident in his shell because even though he's wearing a hat, which might make people think that he's wearing a hat to cover something, I don't feel he's wearing a hat to cover anything because he's also wearing glasses. He's wearing everything with confidence. Mm. He could be a good dancer but not necessarily a musical person, maybe mm. a singer, maybe he might be able to sing, but I'm not seeing someone who plays an wow. instrument. I'm seeing someone who sits behind um, like a corporate desk job. Mm. Is he getting it all wrong? Cause this is no. a lot. No, he's not. And it's, you see how you're like, at first you were like, uh, but you started peeling away mm-hmm. the onion, the layers. And what's going. interesting, it just, it just kind of keeps 
coming to you. Yeah. Where, what else should I be getting? You can get whatever you want to. It could be like what his career is. It could mm-hmm. be like what he values. Um, could be where he's from. I think he's really on a roll here. Yeah. Well, you could always do something. He's someone who too. values friendship, someone who likes to have a great time, someone who isn't risk averse, in, but maybe more calculated in when hanging out with people. Mm. Someone who's not reserved, but maybe a little naughty. <laughs> I you know, it. likes yeah. to have a likes to have a good time, but doesn't necessarily take it too far. I feel like coming back to the desk job, I get accounting. Mm. I get something with numbers. Mm. And in terms of where he lives, I'm getting two things. I'm getting someone who's either in, in an urban environment or is really in a suburban environment, but is the way he is to feel like he's in an urban environment. Mm, that's interesting. Is kind well of well done, doing. Greg. Oh. You read all that? Yeah. I read something else. What do you read? I kind of think he's a player. Mm, Interesting. But he like may not take full action on the playing. Mm. I pick up, all right, I'm in a committed relationship, but the chain is making me think otherwise. (laughs) And him sitting with his legs wide open and posing. (laughs) That's like so many men. I was going to say, it's like a man. Sorry, we shouldn't interrupt her. I was going to say, he looks like he is older, but wanting to be more youthful in how he feels and behaves. Mm-hmm. He looks like he might be in, I don't see numbers. I actually think he might be a creative mm. just because of his entire ensemble here. He looks like he cares about how he looks mm-hmm. and he puts work into it. He must work out a lot. But then he looks like he reads like a voracious reader of a lot of stuff. I think he has a caring heart, like he cares Mm -hmm. because he cares about himself and he kind of applies that same way to others around him. Yeah, that was so good. I don't know what was right or wrong. I don't know about that player part. (laughs) I hope my sister doesn't watch. (laughs) Delete. (laughs) Delete. Uh Delete. Delete. You guys are so spot on. So all the things you said Mm -hmm. were pretty much true. The player part, I think... Maybe what you're getting, I think it's like almost like connected to the confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, I just, think he wants to give off the player vibe, but he won't actually action upon it. Yeah, like I think he's very, um, what's the word? Not even flirtatious, but yeah. like he's like he's like the guy in the room. Uh-huh. He's like the life of the party, and he's very personal. Like he'll come up to you, he'll mm-hmm. shake your hand, look you in the eye. He's charismatic. He's very charismatic. But he, also, as, as we were just saying, like in terms of I was saying, willing to take risks but not go too far, to me is not too dissimilar uh, than what you're saying in a player. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm yeah. sure he gets a lot of tension from women. He's and a very good looking man. He's a very good looking man, man yeah. too, yeah. And then um, as you were saying about the way he dressed, I was saying someone who may live in a suburban environment but dresses a little more urban, as you're saying someone who is older but trying to dress a little more fashionable oh, and younger. That's so I, I feel that that's not too dissimilar either. Yeah, he's like in our age group. Okay. He's a father of five. It's my sister, Tamika's five husband. Kids. Five kids. You know, he's hot. She's hot. Like, they're into each other like you two, <laughs> which I just admire. I'm like, that's so awesome. Like, you still are attracted to each other. You love each other. You have five kids, and you still find time to do things that's and get crazy. sexy. That's, that's key. And they laugh constantly. He doesn't work out, but he's just naturally built. He used to play soccer. Mm. He coaches soccer um, at times. I don't think he's coaching right now. You said something about he's definitely, oh, he's creative. So he's an artist. He does mm art but he also works like at a school so i thought about you oh with the numbers mm. yeah he so he works at a school 
which has more of a suburban feel, mm-hmm. but it's in the city. So that kind of made me think. What's he of do that. in the school? He, I think he does like ground the grounds work, mm-hmm. like okay. uh, what do you call it, like landscaping and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He's helped build like gardens in in Philadelphia, and he's just funny. He's originally from Cameroon, um, oh. which is in West Africa. Yeah. So that's what I was getting at with like, can you see where he's from or whatever? But everything you said, very caring, so very positive. He's almost mm-hmm. like kind of life coachy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to be the white guy that just assumed he's from Africa. <laughs> well, you said urban, so <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that's what you feel. That's what yeah. you got. Um, but he's, he has spent a lot of time actually in the suburbs, mm-hmm. um, mm. like working, working at schools and things like that. He's just an over, overall good guy. When my, when I need someone to talk to my son, other than my son's father and me, I go to Henry cause he has a way of connecting with Justin being a man, being vulnerable, and he gets into it. Like mm-hmm. he will be like, "What's up with you and this?" And he just like wants to know like where your heart is. And he's just overall a good guy. Mm-hmm. So you guys like nailed it. But see what I mean? Like you spent time with it. Yeah. And that was just looking at his picture. That's true. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever done that before. It's kind of fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. And but it makes me rethink. But you know, people like think about the people you've worked with. And you're like, ooh, like, I don't like his vibe. Mm-hmm. You could spend five minutes, oh, yeah, yeah. two minutes with someone. And I, you're like, I Mm-mm. do have a gut instinct about people. Yes. And I've been spot on about them. Yeah. Remember yeah, when you want to see the better side of people? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I tend to err on the side of, I think someone has to do wrong by me before you, I will. Oh, got it. I think because I always try to find the kindness and yeah. the goodness in people yeah. versus just. I think I've just been burned too many times mm-hmm. at this juncture. Mm-hmm. Libra, also, Gemini, that makes I mean, sense. we did an episode just, you know, a short while ago on why are people so judgy, but maybe it's me not understanding being judgy because I'm judgy. Oh, no, I'll still pick someone off for being judgy. That's yeah. nothing to do. That's just a single character No, I'm saying I'm trait. judgy. Oh. Yeah. Like I'm immediately able to mm. judge character. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know when I don't want to yep. talk to somebody and I know when I don't want to interact mm-hmm. with them more than like the two sentences that we just exchanged because I'm like, this is not worth my time. Right, right, but right. But that's, I feel, a different form of judgment. You might be judging someone based off of a feeling or being with them for a couple minutes. You can kind of judge maybe who they are by kind of looking almost through them or into their soul, not to be profound. The other type of judginess that we were talking about is just people just judging for the sake of judging. Oh, yeah. People oh, just yeah. being judgmental. Judge, judgmental. Like everyone always says to me, I'm like, you're judging. We all judge. It's true. We all do. Mm-hmm. But we can work on it in the moment of like, why am I judging? What's coming up for me? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like we're judging something we see in someone mm-hmm. that's really like reflecting back to us and who we are. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this stuff is fun. That's why I do it. Like the intuition piece, it's great for dating you know, dating apps and like swiping left, swiping right. I'm on a dating app right now, but it's not about swiping. It's just like minus and plus, but I'm not going to say the name of it. It's a little different. It's a little out there, but it's Mm. fun. But I look at pictures of guys and I'm like, hey, I don't like it when guys are not smiling. But Mm. the person that I just started talking to isn't smiling in his pictures. He's a Gemini. Is this And I love Gemini. Is this the 30 year old? He might be 30. Oh, all right. He is 30. Tanya's like, all right. Just from his picture on the dating profile. <gasps> he lives in New York. Could he you has imagine? a good job. I'm like, height. he's intelligent. <laughs> he has the height, even though it's not written. <laughs> I don't go that deep, but I, I am. I'm very like quick. Cause you know, some guys come off as like 
creeps, you mm-hmm. know, and you're just like, I no. feel like they're probably all creeps. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you pick up on energy. That's what and you pick up on your own stuff, too. So that's why so, intuition so is So speaking of um, the dating app, mm-hmm. what's it like as a single working mom raising a teenage boy and trying to date? It's not what I thought it would be. Like, my whole life is just so different than I thought it would be. And, I, you know, you guys can relate to this in that you meet the people that are attractive in many ways, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my son's father and I, we actually... Every couple of years, every year, like, do we want to get back together? How's this going to work? We love each other. But it's also just like you just know what excites you. Um, And I think my friends actually reflect back, like, in my family, like, what kind of vibe I'm on right now, which Mm -hmm. is like, I want to have fun. I want to treat my body right. I cannot get involved with anybody who has, like, deep sort of trauma that they're not working on Mm -hmm. that's like my Mm. big thing i'm in a lot of energy right now where people are working through stuff i'm super supportive of that but i also i'm just like i'm working on my stuff i'm in therapy every week if you're not in therapy and you've got stuff like don't step to me because i just i just don't have room for it you know what i mean i'm so compassionate when it comes to men so compassionate. Well, relationships aren't easy no not at all you have to constantly be working yeah you know, but you're but, but work you're, on yourself. But what you're expressing is actually what I went through, gosh, now seven years ago mm-hmm. or more when I went through my divorce. It was very hard to make that decision. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this. I think I would have probably stayed married for the sake of being a good wife. Yeah. And staying married. Yeah. But I would have been sad and miserable mm-hmm. and, and mentally lonely. Wow. And that's when I, it dawned upon me. Yeah. Oh, my God. What am I teaching my child? Yeah. Like, I have to show her what a happy human being is. And, yep. and I have to figure out what happiness is. And so my motto, since I decided to kind of walk the plank and jump off into the ocean that I'm swimming in now, mm-hmm. is remove toxicity from my life. Yeah. Mm. If you're not going to be in my, like, on my side, then you don't have a part in my yeah. in my life. And you have to make hard decisions for long-term happiness. Yep. Mm-hmm. And happiness isn't just given to you. Right. You have to find a way to create it. Exactly. And it really did open the door for me to open myself to like having Greg in my life. Right. We met so many years ago, but we chose just to be best friends. Right which also didn't happen overnight. Like I was definitely keeping him at a yard's distance, even Mm -hmm. not willing to be in the same block radius. Right. Because I didn't, I wanted to continue to be a good wife. Right. A good mother. And I also, I have very black and white feelings about those things. Right. It just allowed me the freedom to find happiness. Yeah. You have to have the courage. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have what you're doing is so important. And and as we always say, you know, people always say that life is short. Our motto is life is long. Yeah. And so you why should, live it miserably? Why live right. it miserably? It's right. True. You know, enjoy the ride. And sometimes you have to make unpopular decisions and do things that you feel are best for yourself and yeah. or for your family or immediate surroundings. But at the end even of the day, if it hurts people, even if it hurts people, it's still better to be divorced 
than to be in an unhappy marriage because if you do have children what precedent is that setting yeah. for the children yeah right yeah i feel like our parents generation like they were the generation to stay yes mm-hmm. and and just suck it up and i just think gen xers came along they were like we watched our parents do that not all not everybody's parents i always tell people tell the truth mm-hmm. tell the truth to yourself to yourself and no matter if it hurts other people that's not your responsibility to manage that and i'm mm-hmm. learning that after breaking up with my son's father, but also just like now with friends, like I just have to tell the truth. If I'm not telling the truth, I'm not happy. Mm. Yeah. And we talk about that in therapy all the time. So my truth is for 2023, I just want to find some delicious, gorgeous man that we can have fun. We don't have to like. And you are age agnostic. I am age. Well, and height agnostic. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, but (laughs) I I was telling these guys earlier that yes, I've dated men who are five seven and shorter than me and all of that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's ideally what I want, (laughs) but and those were kind of flings. But I'm okay having a steady fling. I just want consistency and lots of delicious companianship, delicious Mm -hmm. sex. Yeah, Mm. I want more than companionship. So it's all about the sex. I want good anatomy. It is okay to want to make love and have relations. Yes, as a good Indian girl would say. (laughs) Well, sex is a big part of any relationship, right? So we have friends that talk about they have sex once a month. Yeah, what? I know, I know people like that too, and I'm like, what? Yeah, we have folks around us who struggle just having you have a kid and making time for each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really puts a wedge in the relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and we're human beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we have needs. We have needs. We do and have we're, needs. Yes. I'm just like, I just want to have a good time, mm-hmm. be respectful, be safe. But I want to like go to a show with somebody, see some live music, get sexy and like mm-hmm. come yes. home and mm-hmm. just like go at it. There's nothing wrong with that. And just be excited even about, dressing up and looking good for yes, someone exactly. and knowing that when they look at you, they're just going to be googly eyed. Right. Yeah. You know, when looking at you and, and then also to add on top of that, my partner, I put an intelligence factor on top of it too. And yeah. having like wonderful, not only the looks, but wonderful conversations, being able to do different things of culture, as you just said, going out to shows, great dinners, different forms of movies. It's a whole package. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a package that comes together. And when you find the right package, yeah, that just the right the right package. <laughs> it's harder for some than others. Harder. <laughs> the I'm, package. Like a, I'm like a 13-year-old boy. I'm like, <laughs> she said package. He said harder. <laughs> I'm aligned. I'm aligned. Yes. No, but it's well, true. Which is better, the harder or the package? Ooh. Or should the package be I, harder? Oh. Mm. Yeah. All? All of the above. <laughs> As a coach, I would say it's all possible. It's, all, it's, <laughs> it's what all you dream possible. up. Yeah, vision it, just vision mm. it. But like, I'm definitely want like a partner and a life partner. But right now, I just want to like find somebody consistently to have sex with. So Delicious speaking sex. speaking of like partners, thinking about some of the spiritual stuff we were just talking about, do you have like a ideal spirituality, a filter in which they should all be within, like an aura that you prefer? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I would say, I mean, they don't have to be like me in terms of like spirituality and like having conversations like this, but you, you can't don't like want to go ghost hunting together. <laughs> no ghost hunting, <laughs> <laughs> please. Unless we do a little role play 
and we're ghost hunting and we happen to fall upon each other as we're running from the ghost mm. in the woods. And you're only well, wearing ba- a white sheet. Well, <laughs> well, based on your career, you could totally have a TV show like that, right? The yes. do-it-yourself TV shows. It's like with the old school, like, you know, Bob Vila shows, but then you go to these old homes and you have like your new ghost hunting. So you're the medium that goes in and then speaks with the ghosts, tries to capture them. It's like Martha Stewart living meets ghost hunters. Oh, yes. You, you, exactly. You oh bring people back to homes and then you communicate with the dead to answer questions we for that person. We tell them to go and then we renovate their home. Exactly. To like switch it up. I Hilarious. see this. I think you just need the right partner to make this come to fruition. Absolutely. Oh my God. But yeah, it's all about your intuition. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's what we're all doing, right? We're tapping into like, I know this person isn't good for me. I know this person isn't going to work for me. I I didn't want to be the good wife and the the good mom, like the Mm -hmm. way we perceive a good wife and a good mom to be. You just wanted to follow your heart and be Kirthi, you know? And don't Mm -hmm. you feel free that you got out of that situation? I mean, that's for me, the word that comes up every time. I feel like I'm literally breaking through like a wall when mm-hmm. I tell somebody what the truth is. And it was hard for me to tell my ex, my son's father, like this oh, wasn't working. That was it horrible. It was so hard. Really it was, bad. I will never forget the weight that yeah. I carried Yeah, for so many years. Yep. I don't know about you, but like for me, it was like since I was 20 years old. Yeah. One person, one partner. Right. So. That definitely wasn't my story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he a, was my favorite partner. Oh, oh yeah, no. And why'd you break I, up? Um, why did we break up? I think we're well. It's funny. He always says like we did Myers Briggs with our our psychologist, our therapist at the time where we went to therapy. But he came to two sessions and then kind of left me, and I ended up being with Dr. Woodson for twelve years. Mm. But we were a little. We're kind of incompatible in a way, you know. He's like a great dad, great person, so generous, such a mm-hmm. good heart, Aquarius which I don't really want to date Aquarians anymore, but it's just like, we're just very uh, different. Alert to the men interested. <laughs> you have to be more than 5'10", and Over you five ten. cannot be an Aquarius. Not an Aquarius. Sorry, I'm Aquarius. Sorry. I like Geminis. I like Libras, of course. I like Aries a lot. I like Leos, but I think with Leos, they're just like, sometimes they're just... Mm-hmm. They're Couldn't just they be a little bit a little flaky? too much. I don't know if Leos are flaky. They're just, they need the room, the attention. Oh, I know some Leos. Yeah. yeah, That can just be a little, like, they need command the space and need that attention. Mm. Sometimes that's just too much for me. Mm -hmm. But um, why do we break up? Yeah, it's just, you know, we were very different. I'm very social and I connect with people and I love people and I love my friends. And he is very, like, family-oriented, loves his family, but he's not, he didn't have, like, a big friend group mm-hmm. and that's the other thing i think from my like life partner they've got to kind of have like their own friends or be willing to like join my group of friends and mm-hmm. you know make it work mm-hmm. right ideally if you have tattoos too that always works for me <laughs> lots of tattoos i don't know why i love them the tats see yeah. i'm i'm not into the tats i know we've yes. talked about this yeah. neither of us have tattoos yeah yeah okay. and it's I don't like have any it's like not something we even ever talked about well, i, I have a them. like a belief that your body is your temple yeah the other part of tattoos and no offense to i know tattoos are really popular out there and to each his own but like for me my body has fluctuated in the last like 25 oh, years right. especially yeah i'm like Shit, that tattoo would look freaking <laughs> ugly if I got it in the wrong place. 
<laughs> well, I, I just think don't... about what they would look like when it's we're like... in our 90s and yeah. 80s. And like, I just do not want anything permanent. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I prefer no. not to have anything permanent on my skin. Oh, I love when guys have sleeves. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I just want to bite your arm. Yeah. We have a yeah. few family members with sleeves. Oh, my God. God Spice, the dating app. God. <laughs> <laughs> you help couples, like, you you match them. You know? Ooh, we can be a matchmaker. Yeah. Be, oh, my God. That would be a great series. Yep. That's a matchmaker <clears throat> series. Absolutely. Who's got maybe, Spice? Maybe that's the podcast you launch based off of our franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Why create a new audience? Right. Just build off you of want, this. Oh, it's interesting. I would. RuPaul just came to my head. Like I could see him now, like hosting this show. <laughs> Who's got spice? <laughs> Do you have spice? Do you have spice? <laughs> Sorry, you don't have spice. You'll have to leave. You'll have to- <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and what you can do is you can have, you know, like a series of men and women and it's like this dating game and they can date whatever sex they want and they identify who has spice or not. Oh my God. Oh my God. Or it could be like, what's the show with We're Nick We're building Lachey? a whole game here. This yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Nick Lachey and uh, what's her name? What's the show? Oh, uh, Jessica Love, Simpson. Love Jessica Simpson? Oh. No. What is it called? You know, it's on Netflix. Oh, Love is Blind. Oh, wait, wait is this oh. the one? Oh no, that show, that show But I can see you so guys like bizarre. hosting. I but can like, see you hosting. Did you see that show? I would not fall in love with some freaking based off of their voice. Well, it's happened. Look at the first couple, the black girl and the white guy. They're still together. Are they really? Yeah. Are Lauren they? and Cameron. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like, uh, what's his name? Dr. Jung on that show, I Can See Your Voice. Oh no, I don't know yes. that. I'm no, not sure. who is that? Oh yeah. <laughs> What? I, Who is what's that? His name? I call him Doctor. I think voice? it's song. What's his name? Oh, Ken is his name. He's the actor from the, oh, the Hangover. The comedian. Oh, the comedian yes, guy. He has, has that show. show. I can see right, your right, voice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's a take on from the Masked Singer, where he's a uh, judge, and then he okay. kind of created yeah. this whole, a whole other piece. What's the aura thing? Didn't you guys do like an aura thing? Speaking we did. Of? We did do auras. Um, actually, a brand week in September. Oh, you did. They and had what, a, what a aura reader, and my aura. I, I have to find where the photo is, but basically it had a lot of uh, blues converting to reds mm-hmm. within a white line halo mm-hmm. surrounding like a crown they said I had. Oh, wow. And she said, I was like, I have no idea what Princess this means. Kirthi. I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what this means. What is this business? And I'm like, is that, did I have too many margaritas at this conference? Like, what is this telling me? And she was just like, you basically have been very hard and focused on your career mm. and kind of your profession and your education. And she said to me, it looks like that's what's concentrated in like the bottom here, but you've have discovered a higher value in your mm. life. Mm-hmm. You find that being wealthy is not meaningful to you. Mm. And in fact, it's this idea of having and being surrounded by love that yeah. fulfills you. And she said that's what the crown represented wow. because I'm not focused on the superficial things in life. Right. I'm actually focused on the humanity what and what matter, like the things mm-hmm. that matter yeah. really, that should matter, right. right? But we all get sucked into different scenarios depending mm-hmm. on where our life's at. Right. That's sad. Yeah, that's what she And said do to you me. agree with that? Actually, I do agree with mm-hmm. that. Um, even the career choices I've made in the last like five years have been less so about uh, me being money hungry and right. oh, I want to see him a job or I'm going to make a lot. It's really been about, do I really like the people there? Is it going to allow me to have work-life balance? Right. Is it going to allow me to learn something new? Yeah. Like, so even the stuff that 
I am at the core very much a career woman, whatever right. you want to call me, a professional in my craft. It's sort of taken like a parallel line to family and friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. I could totally see that. What's interesting is that so when mine was read, it wasn't too dissimilar. The person reading my was basically saying that was interesting is that we both have kind of transcended um, Mm. the material in life and care more about, you know, love. And we're, we've moved on to a different phase where those material items, as much as we love material items, it's just, that's not the main importance to us anymore. And being cutthroat, say in our, our, our careers, my um, aura, which was red, what they first is they took a picture and then you could just see the aura around you. Right. Yeah. And so mine had, you know, light blues and purples and some, some pink in there. And I also you had a good splash of pink, I remember. A splash of pink. And when reading mine, there was also two white dots, mm. which they said were guardian angels. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. So See? two white dots of guardian angels. Aww. And they also mentioned in both of ours, there was rush of color for both of us mm-hmm. somewhere on mm. there that said you were there was a cleanse that recently happened. And we had just moved from our downtown apartment literally less than a month yeah. prior to this and moved into our, our new place. And we purged. like We purged a, a lot. We purged quite wow. a bit. Um, so we really had this cleansing experience before moving into uh, into our Isn't new that apartment. crazy? That is crazy. All from Very a crazy. Polaroid photo she right. took of us. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. But see what I mean? It's just like the synchronicity. And also that you two kind of had to come together because you're like helping each other transcend and get Mm -hmm. to that place too. So we are at an exciting point of our conversation where we've been talking about angels and auras and intuition. And we are going to do what's called an angel reading. Mm -hmm. This is not like tarot cards or tarot cards or whatever those are. No one is an expert here. There's Mm -hmm. no penny dreadful action happening (laughs) here. What makes this different than tarot cards? I don't know. I mean, the reason why they came into my life is because I have friends who um, are into the same stuff, like very spiritual. Mm -hmm. So my friend Barry used to have them in our office and we would just shuffle cards and it's just supposed to like guide you. So you ask a question and then hopefully the card will like somehow shed some light on whatever that question is. If you don't have a question, Mm -hmm. then you can just like say, what do I need to know right now? I think I'm going to go with the what do I need to know right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, I'm sorry. I keep. Yeah, you're fine. You were just finding ways to rub the knees. Well, that's how I roll. <laughs> I can't help it. The women love me. Oh. Okay, so I shuffled it. Yeah. yeah. And then what do I do? Just pick whatever, however you want to pick it. Just pick a card. Okay. Rando. Okay. Uh, notice the signs. Yes, the signs you've been receiving are heaven sent. We drop feathers, coins, and other signs upon your path to remind you that you are loved and never alone. Hmm. <gasps> Remember the penny I picked up a few days ago mm-hmm. on our walk? Mm-hmm. Are you I serious? Do. It was a penny heads up. And I never pick up my, like things on the street. But I was Aww. like, it's a shiny, copper, beautiful penny. And the head is up. So mm-hmm. I picked it up. Oh, wow. So it's in my coat pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. And I just kind of mentioned signs to you just now, too. So it's, that's done, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So now I'm going to read it for deeper meaning. Oh, and by the way, we should mention that these are daily guidance from your angel oracle cards by Doreen Virtue, who is a woman who no longer actually believes in this. She kind of became like kind of like a born again Christian. And I could be using the wrong title, 
but she is all about Jesus and the Bible, and she is not about angel cards anymore. So just giving that She as might a be a Trisha Paytas fan then. Who's that? She's, you know... Like a YouTube star. Who uh, was a born-again Christian who uh, then became a born-again Jewish who became... Of major, oh, another one. Oh. Yeah, she just says. Well, did she become that's, Jewish? That's okay, she right? Be, she became Jewish. Oh, to marry after? her husband. She married Moshe. Yeah, oh. Moshe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think wow. she was like a crack addict, street. She had a uh, song hooker, called "I Love You, Jesus." Yeah, she's she's just oh. one of the. I think a born again that was basically homeless on the street and then found Jesus mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden success just happened she's to happen for her. A hugely rich. YouTube star. Oh, wow. I have to look her up. Of course, my daughter introduced me to her. Oh, Mm. I got to check her out. Okay. The angels gave you this card to help you understand the signs you've been receiving lately. These signs may include feathers, coins, butterflies, birds, or other repetitive visions that make you think of the angels who have deliberately sent you these signs to let you know that you're, that they're nearby protecting, loving, and guiding you. Additional meanings for this card. Your departed loved ones in heaven are saying, hello, I love you. Notice and believe in the repetitive signs you receive as validation that you're on the right path. Have faith. Follow the signs that are guiding you to your heart's desire. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we will go to Mexico. Ooh. Within the next 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I was going to recommend Mexican for dinner. So there you go. We love Mexican food. Okay. So let's. We like Mexico too. Do you want to do one? I'm not going to do them because I do them all the time. Absolutely. Okay. So so am I supposed to ask a question first? You can ask a question. You don't have to tell us what the question is either, Mm. but you shuffle. And while you're shuffling, just like, you know, put your intention in it. You just want guidance. Ask your question. Shuffle away. And you can say it out loud what your question is or you keep it to yourself and you can reveal it after if you want. Build mm-hmm. up some suspense. Ooh. Some mm-hmm. spicy suspense. Tick tock, tick tock, <laughs> tick tock. All right. Steady progress. We acknowledge for you the progress you've made in remembering love in your daily activities. Mm. We can clearly see the contribution you're making to the world through your thoughts, feelings, and actions of love. Mm. You are very loving. You are. You're always like, oh, steady progress. Here it is. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. You drew this card as reassurance that you're making steady progress. You sometimes harshly compare yourself to others and feel that you should be farther ahead on your path by now. Yet, look how far you've come, how many lessons you've learned, and how many people you've helped. Focus on your progress instead of expecting perfection from yourself. Each day, take at least one small action step concerning a project that you're passionate about. Additional meanings for this card. You're on the right path, even if it feels that you're moving slowly. Praise the light instead of cursing the darkness. Appreciate yourself. That's interesting. Mm. I feel that that's applying to more to my life right now in trying to deal with some challenges or mm-hmm. obstacles. Mm-hmm. But the question I actually asked oh, yeah. bringing it back to our story earlier yeah was asking was that my father or grandfather that was there that oh. night is that, well, that was of, my question yeah, yeah but, but i got that card but that's interesting because she got the right exactly so sometimes you hear someone else's card it could resonate with you just hmm. like when you started reading yours i've gotten both of these cards and i was like oh yeah notice the signs mm. that's interesting because there's lots of transformation and changes coming for me yeah so, so basically, the card's about. all about being being patient, appreciate the positivity, 
and forget the negativity because what is meant for your life moving forward or what you're anticipating will eventually be there for you if you continue on that path. Yeah, I think ultimately it's like you're loved, you're loved. Like angels mm-hmm. are, you're, you've already been told about your angels too mm-hmm. and the experience in your house. I think that's a sign that like you guys are going to always be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just follow your hearts. Just oh, like honey. you said, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just follow, yep. follow the love, I would say. Well, Greg didn't tell you the story of how like he's traveled a thousand years to find me. Oh, no. What is that? Oh, wait, she doesn't know that story, Greg? It was uh, it's actually 3,000. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. 3,000 years? And who yes. told you this? So I believe this in my heart. Mm-hmm. I believe truly in my heart, Kirthi and I were a prince and a princess 3,000 years ago who died prematurely. Mm. And our souls have been looking for each other oh. ever since because we met at an event that neither of us were really supposed to be at. Uh, be at. Wow. And in an industry that neither of us really had planned to be our part of our career. Right, We're both right, from right. the entertainment world right. and we met through the finance world. That's right. And wow. so I feel like our paths somehow collided and met because we've literally been searching for each other for that, that period oh, of time. Wow. Completion. Mm-hmm. Completion. Yeah. That's cool. And I did everything to avoid him. <laughs> but somehow he kept like coming back into my life through work situations. Right. It's but why like, were you avoiding him? Because I felt a connection. Yeah. And I was scared. Right. And as I mentioned earlier, when you have to stay committed in yeah. your committed relationship. Yep. And he kept appearing, like not because he was looking for me right. specifically, but like work brought us right, together. Right, right, right. And then later, it was actually uh, me re-embracing music again when I had shut down my right. my kind of acting, singing, whatever side, because I was just so focused on my corporate career. Right. Um, he brought me back into music. Right. And, you know, it sounds, it may sound cheesy, but music really does bring people together. Totally. And it's a vulnerable craft. Yeah. And when you take the time to do it. You get to know each other on a different level. And yeah. there was, um, there was no way I could avoid him anymore. <laughs> right. But that's like, that's like what I was saying earlier about like whoever I end up with, like music is always playing in my house in every mm-hmm. room. That's how we that's are. a mm-hmm. huge piece of it. We've got to have that connection because that's a vibration. That's a frequency too. You yes. Know? And it gets you all like tingly inside and like music sets the mood. Yeah. And it's such a any free. kind of mood. Yeah. Like whether you want to like be angry and like listen to hard yeah. rock or you want to be like in a loungy mood yeah. and put on some Buddha bar mm-hmm. or you want to go bar. all gangsta <laughs> and put on some hard rap and hip hop. Yes. Or then when you want to feel sexy, right. you put on Rihanna. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we got like moods. Yeah. We got salt. Music really sets the mood. It really does. But I guess why we're, my main question is, why don't we break some rules? I why feel like we break we rules re- all the time. Rebel more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I we- feel like I've always been a, rebellious you individual. you are a unique one in the really? gen x oh yeah I've, how are you rebellious tell me i don't know because you know you're my friend of like almost a year Purely, i mean what are some examples you you know i'm quite a rebellious person that if what you, you just know, said I'm, it okay. so you better own it let's so go i guess i'm you know um <laughs> i'll talk i make no action 
So I essentially, so I, I guess the way I look at it is that there are rules that people live by, and then there are the rules that I live by. Right. Right. So an example, you know, now that you put me on the spot, I'm trying to think of oh, examples. Oh, I, I know what you're rebellious about. What's that? Greg thinks the time was built around Greg. Well, that's not necessarily rebellious, but that's mean? just that's just pure fact. If, <laughs> if you want me to come to a 6 p.m. dinner, I won't be there till 8. <laughs> well, no, I just tell people. What? No, I just say, look, if you if if, if I have to gonna... start a meeting at 8 a.m., tell them I'll be there. at Oh, 10. actually, that's that's actually a perfect example. So back, <laughs> back in high school, I forgot about this in one of my math classes, which I really did quite well. in. I was a senior in school. Mm-hmm. I held the record for most consecutive tardy days. It was like something like 40 plus days because what? I sat this is down. It's not an achievement, honey. No, it is. You don't I, strike me as that. Oh, no, I did. Especially quite, with this one. No, I did quite well. No, I no, didn't. I, you I, think this bitch doesn't get whipped by me? <laughs> so I did. I did incredibly well in, in the class. But I sat. What I did is I sat down with the teacher. School started at 745 a.m. I sat down with the teacher and said, look, I just cannot be here by 745, but I can get here by 8. Mm. And so we came to an agreement that I would just be there at class at 8 p.m. I mean, 8 a.m. White man me, privilege. Right now, I was, it was, no brown people can do shit like that. Yeah. We it's, were told to do better than all of you. Yeah. I was beaten for even being there. Yep. Or or another example, when I went to even... They're like, even, I'm sorry, why are you here? Shouldn't you be with the janitor or the gas station guy doing mm, something yeah. down the street? Even when I went to university, I sat down with my guidance counselor because I hooked up with a great internship here in the city at Electric Lady Studios. And I was supposed to go up to University of Connecticut up in stores, Connecticut, which is just too far. I couldn't do this, basically, this, this oh, yeah, internship stores. down here. And so UConn had a branch in Stanford. So I was going, taking classes there. But my, my degree was going to be a business and music degree. They didn't offer the music um, portion there. And so I sat down with my guidance counselor and said, well, how do we rectify this? And she's like, well, you know, you're not going to be able to do that at this institution. I said, well, you as an institution are here to help further my career, not impede it. Therefore, you need to find a way to help me do this. And so we sat down and came up with a plan. And we discovered that if I went to a comparable institution, which I ended up going to SUNY Purchase Mm -hmm. uh, for my music credits, that if I found a comparable institution, that she would then pet, uh, petition it to the dean of the school. What? She went to the dean. Look at your face. She went to the dean, and she came back and said, the dean said she's never done this before. She's never, I guess, had anyone come to her with this before, and they agreed to let me do it. Wow. And so I went, took all my business classes and all my um, general classes at UConn, and I took all my music and music business classes, uh, production classes at SUNY That's because they thought you were the mafia. Time. They thought you were Italian mobster. <laughs> And they're like, oh, shit, let's get this kid what he wants. So he, the avia gratia plena is going to come after us. So, so I t- an accent. <laughs> it's supposed to be my bad Italian accent. <laughs> she tries. Do you really, speak it's, Italian, it's by the way? I no, so the, he can't I, make fun of no, my accent. No, I speak French. So you do not speak French. The language of love. Just because you say it like that (laughs) does not make it French. He laughs at himself. I know. He finds himself funny all the time. Bonsoir. (laughs) Bonsoir. Go ahead. Finish. So I'd say throughout my life, actually, (laughs) as I look throughout my life, um, I've there's been the traditional rules, and then I've circumvented many of those rules to fit the life that I was planning for myself, mm. essentially. Okay. Nothing okay. was going to stop so, me well getting put. from where I wanted to be, and I will find a way to get there. And if there's a blocker, I always found a way to remove that But you had the confidence to do that, too. Which is interesting. Kirti knows this. Confidence is something I do struggle with. Yeah. Um, so I'm confident in 
certain areas, but in other areas, I'm always just second guessing myself, which right. I think maybe helps me in other areas of my confidence levels. That's because you're a perfectionist. That's true. I am a perfectionist. Which is what that card kind yes. of said. Mm. Mm. That card was about the perfectionist. Mic drop. Cue it. <laughs> yeah. Perfectionism at its best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. So I totally understand why you, out of the three Gen Xers here, felt privileged to push back. Mm. Um, it goes back to a theory I have about you that we talked about in the one mm. of our episodes. Mm. Mm. What would that which be? Which is um, you're a man boy and you're tapping your inner millennial, I think. It very well could be. But then also I could be an alpha as well because we're in the era of the generation alpha. Mm. You are not an alpha. Let's mm-hmm. not make. I'm an alpha male. Yeah, you might be an alpha male, but <laughs> I don't want to call you alpha gen because that would make it really sad. I need to read mm. about. Well, I think you should explain to your audience what that is because I don't think people know that. Well, alpha, the alpha gen group is basically people born in the late 2010s till current day. Mm. That's so crazy. That's really young. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a compliment, honey, but at least I was making you a millennial. <laughs> You know what? Because I'm so youthful looking and I have this broad intelligence that I... I'm sorry. Is there smoke burning behind (laughs) you guys? I'm smelling something. (laughs) Oh, something. Oh, my sweet Libra. That's that's her witch's brew. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you being a witch. I was told I was a witch in Salem. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I can believe that. All this stuff I'm into. Mm. Yes, I could have totally been a witch. You think I could be a witch? I was thinking more like a genie. You know? Oh, a genie a genie in the bottle. Yes. <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle. Well, you gotta rub me the right way. Let's see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't need cards. Just okay. pull out the genie. So if you want to give a little bit of a shout, shout out, out to what you do and how people can find you because you're fabulous yes. and we all help each other in this creative community. Yes. Well, I coach, so I normally give out my at your life coach. That's my handle on IG, mm-hmm. mostly on IG. I haven't really posted there in a while. My t- my at TJ produces is really more like for my friends. So mm-hmm. even though I just share that with everybody, <laughs> um, if you know these guys and you're cool, I'll be your friend on IG. But coming up for me, I'm just looking forward to like a new year, more mm-hmm. coaching, doing mm-hmm. more collaborative coaching. If you want to look for my website, it's at your life coach on IG, but then my website is yourlifecoach.com. So I coach people in careers, relationships, really like the relationship with yourself. But yeah. one thing you forgot contact info for uh, oh, prospective yeah. lovers. Oh, um, mm. oh, yes, that's, that's, that's the important DM one. me at TJ produces. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Look at you looking out for me, Greg. Course, right here, that's, boo. That's yes. Roll. He's the best. Yes. yes. You're good. That man boy. I will be vetting all of these men. <laughs> the best man I boy do, I've ever I mean, met. I do love that man boy. <laughs> oh, you do. I love you. I love you. Woman girl. <laughs> I'm not really a woman girl. I know. I was thinking of what would I'm be I'm like the... an old soul. Oh. Like, I'm like, people mm. always say I'm 40 compared to like my age. Oh, that's a great I was... word, 40. 
Foddy. Yeah. You know, just like frock. Yeah. Mm. We covered so many great oh, Did we talk about that in the session that no, we didn't we record? <laughs> oh, no. that was, oh, that was before we started. Yeah, that was before we started. I think started. you should tell that to your audience. That was pretty funny. Oh, my Lord, about how Kirthi wants to frock all the time. <laughs> no, no. It was actually how you were dressed in frocks as a baby. Mm. Oh. And I thought it was like a weird Italian thing. And it wasn't yeah. your communion or, oh, or baptism. christening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christening. Are you sure no. it wasn't that? No, no. not communion. Oh. It no, I know your outfit for that. That was different, and you were like smaller looking. It was, was it from one of my you Ralph like Lauren like photo up. shoots? You were like a toddler, and you <laughs> were in this white frock. I with need to see this picture. These so, blue things on it. Post this picture on social. Ash, I'm gosh, gonna Bagash ask, reached I'm gonna out ask and asked me to model this. I'm gonna have to ask your sister to resend it. I can't help it that Oshkosh Bagash reached out, oh, wanted me to model, gosh, and that's that's the that's no. The photo it looks more like something Sponsor. that came from like Positano. It's like you <laughs> know, <laughs> it was beautiful and you know, it was wonderful. The embroidery, the embroidery was like blue things, you know. Uh, mm. Very Mediterranean. So Mediterranean. <laughs> so uh, I. Oh, so I, that's actually we were asking. You were asking before. We were talking about when we fight, and which is you know very few and far between. Onions it's, and chicken. It's onions, chicken, and then sometimes just frustration that anyone has, like as a as it pertains yeah. to kids. Yeah. Right. I witnessed it. So you. I thought you guys were. I loved it. I was like, get it, like talk about it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. And then the only other time probably that ends up into not even a, a fight where it's really more of her frustration. And so you can ask Lita about this. Lita just knows whenever Kirthi's upset with Greg, it's because we haven't frocked in like 24 hours. <laughs> <Frocks>. <laughs> okay. <laughs>